everyone, and welcome into the Daily Dose, a bite-sized podcast for your tiny commute or short attention span, part of the Low Tree Studios podcast network. Visit LowTreeStudios.com to enjoy all of the podcasts produced out of Low Tree Studios. I'm your host, Jason Galbraith. Let's start your day. All right, planes and helicopters are being used to feed the thousands of hungry wildlife stranded amid the Australian wildfire crisis. The New South Wales government has started doing food drop-offs or food drops, delivering thousands of pounds of carrots and sweet potatoes from above to feed the state's colonies of brush-trailed rock wallabies. That's a tough one. Brush-trailed rock wallabies. The wallabies typically survive the fire itself, but are then stranded with limited natural food as the fire takes out the vegetation vegetation around their rocky habitat. The World Wildlife Fund has estimated about 1.25 billion animals. Wow, 1.25 billion animals have died either directly or indirectly from the wildfires across Australia. That is incredible. Now, I know they have a lot of wildlife in the brush and stuff like that. That's a lot of animals, 1.25 crazy. I hope I hope things get better in Australia, that's for sure. Next thing here, people are influenced to a certain degree by the television shows and the movies they watch, and children are generally more malleable than adults and tend to take such programs to heart more frequently than the average adult. Now, a fascinating new study from Tilburg University has identified a way for television's influence over children to be used in a positive fashion. Kids who watched a child-orientated cooking show that featured healthy, nutritious food were more than two and a half times more likely to eat healthy food themselves compared to children who had watched a cooking program featuring unhealthy foods. Uh, I don't, do, do you watch, listeners, do you watch cooking shows? I'm not a fan of it. A uh, big reason why I'm not a fan of cooking shows is I get hungry. I get hungry when and I'm like, hmm, mm, I just want to eat the food. You know, it's visually pretty cool. Of course, you can't smell the food, and that's when you really get engaged and get hungry and stuff like that. Like, I don't do a lot of cooking myself, but when Mindy's preparing a meal in the kitchen, and and even if I'm not hungry, right, if, even if I maybe just ate, I start to go, hmm, I'm a little hungry now because the smell is just amazing. But uh, as far as watching cooking shows, uh, I imagine if you're watching a show that's, uh, that's got healthy food, you're going to want to eat a little healthier because it looks appetizing. So that's kind of cool. The next one here, according to a new survey, adults in the top 1% of U.S. household income uh, who earn at least $500,000 a year have dramatically different life experiences than everyone else. The, uh, the findings show a near universal life satisfaction for the wealthiest Americans as they accumulate more and more of the country's riches. Fully 90% of the 1% say they are completely or very satisfied with their lives in general compared to the two-thirds of middle-income households defined as those earning 35000 to 99000 a year and 44% of low-income households, those uh, in the 35000 a year or less bracket. Yeah, I, I, I think that's easy. That's easy to say that uh, folks who make $500,000 a year are pretty happy. Now, with that money, I'm sure comes responsibility, but you're probably doing something you enjoy to a certain degree. And then you're reaping the benefits of that. So I imagine you're a lot happier. We have new information to report. A New Jersey woman claims she ordered diapers on Amazon and received a nasty surprise. 
Nasly Sales says she ordered the two boxes on Amazon's warehouse section, uh, which offers return item and open box discounts. She said when she picked up the diapers, they were a little heavy. Then she noticed the neatly folded diapers were soiled. Then came the call to Amazon's customer service, which said, okay, sorry for the inconvenience. We will give you a refund. You're more than welcome to keep the stuff. You don't need to return it. <laughs> Sales is asking Amazon for a better explanation. Here's a, here's some audio of, of Sales describing her experience. Up the diapers and it was a little bit heavy. I was half asleep, the lights were off. At that point I turned on the light and that's when I noticed these diapers are neatly folded and they are soiled. Crazy, right? So uh, that would be pretty disgusting. Now, have you ever though gone to like uh, Walmart or Target, and uh, you're 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 just about to get a cart? Or so let's say let's say probably not in the cart wells because that this stuff probably would have been cleaned out. But let's say you're parking a little farther out and you go into uh, you, there's a cart nearby and you grab the cart and there's a dirty diaper in it, and ne neatly folded, but there's a it, you could tell it's a dirty diaper in there. Have you ever had that happen? Uh, I have. It's disgusting. Plus, I was a cart attendant, so I saw that kind of stuff all the time. Uh, next thing here, ancient stones used to build Stonehenge are being stolen. In one theft, officers tracked a stone to a garden 10 miles away. How do you track a stone? How do you track that? The person responsible said they weren't aware it was illegal to remove it from the area. You weren't aware, huh? Next thing, a guy in Germany told authorities he was too intoxicated to recall whether he uh, spray-painted women as authorities allege. The man told police he consumed uh, nine beers before going out to buy a can of uh, spray paint. Police said that the suspect spray-painted four passers-by on his way home. <sighs> spray-painting people. That's interesting. Are your entertainment headlines. All right, entertainment news. A, a Silence of the Lambs TV series is in the works for CBS. The series will be set one year after the events of the Silence of the Lambs in 1993 as Clarice Sterling returns to the FBI field to pursue serial murderers and sexual predators while navigating the high-stakes political world of Washington, D.C. Also, NBC's upcoming streaming service, The Peacock, will feature revivals of classic NBC sitcoms Punky Brewster and Saved by the Bell and is considering a reboot of the 90s, 90s time travel series Quantum Leap. On this day in 1971, the release of Marvin Gaye's What's Going On came out. In addition to being a massive hit, the song marked a turning point in Gay's career and in the trajectory of Motown. And on this day in 1961, the newly renovated east front of the United States Capitol, John Fitzgerald Kennel on the, on the newly renovated east front of the United States Capitol, John Fitzgerald Kennedy is inaugurated as the 35th president of the United States. All right, let's do the water cooler question here. In your life, you will get through 20 gallons of this stuff. What is it? Toothpaste. 20 gallons? Wow. That's a lot of toothpaste. 
All right, let's uh, let's end the podcast. Let's end the podcast and start your day with a deep thought, and it is this. The world as we have created it is a process of our thinking. It cannot be changed without changing our thinking. That quote is from Albert Einstein. And how true is that? You are your thoughts. You are a byproduct of them. So as you start to think new things, you can create a whole new life. Pretty awesome. And that's it for today's podcast. You guys have an amazing day and take care of your fellow travelers on planet Earth. I'll be back tomorrow with more bite-sized goodness. Cheers. Cheers.